and I know get I'm everything earlier, together. So yeah. They didn't have it up yet. I, I know I'm earlier, but... Hey, everyone. Welcome to Really Life or Really Life Podcast. I'm Dee. I'm Nancy. And we are very glad that you're here again. And we are going to be talking about good, happy things this week. Last year, when I had gotten that camera, we had gone out there not only for the moon, but for that... Eclipse? No, not the eclipse, that... Oh, the comet. Yeah, the comet. Yeah. Which I did get a picture of, which was really cool. Yeah, if you can send it to me, send it, and I'll put it up on Instagram. I think it's on my computer, not on my phone. If you think about it, send it over. Yeah. That'd be a cool thing. Yeah, my older brother had sent me something about the super flower blood moon. Because he's connected that way to the earth. I thought that was that was kind of cool. He didn't send it to me. He po- posted it on Facebook. I think it's cool how we call our younger siblings little brother. I mean, you've always called him little brother, but he's like, what, in his 40s now? Well, Scott's and yeah, Scott's my little brother, and Roger's my older brother. Yeah. And you always call him my little brother. Yeah. Well, he, he is my little brother. I know. Even though know he's I twice mean. as big it's as I am. I know. <laughs> much taller than I am. I don't want to say twice as big, but much taller than I am. He's still my little brother. <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story. Friday, I was coming home from work, and I knew I needed gas. But my arms being aggravated because I have that tennis elbow on both my arms and right. having to wear those straps and working all week. They were quite aggravated. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I've got plenty of gas to get home. I thought I could make it home. Of course, we're flying out of out of Cleveland and the air's on and I just want to get home. And I thought, I've got plenty of gas. And I didn't even look down and then all of a sudden my car goes, oof. There was a pause. Oh, it didn't even ding, ding, ding. No, it it just does this whoosh thing. And I thought, oh. I'm like, uh, Gabe? (laughs) (laughs) But I called called a friend who I thought would be closer, but he didn't answer. He's probably still sleeping because he works thirds. So then I called my little brother. Of course he came. He was off work. And he was like, all right, where are you? I told him. And... In the meantime, I'm sitting in the car with Gabe, and I get a call from my cousin. And she's like, so, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And she's like, fine. I said, what are you doing? She said, sitting in front of the fan. She goes, what are you doing? And I said, well, actually, I'm sitting in my car waiting for Scott to bring me some gas because I ran out of gas. And she goes, yeah, that's what I heard. Oh. <laughs> so my little brother called my cousin was one of my friends, you know, one of my closest friends, to call her so she could call me to rip me. Yep, yep. You know? And then he called my dad. I'm like, oh, my God, call my dad. Because <laughs> I ran out of gas. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah it's uh, been a lot, a lot of years since I ran out of gas. I don't generally ever do that. I just figured I'd had it. On the in the book, it tells you you have about fifty miles. Yes, yes. Well, they so lied. you were doing that. But that's one reason. When last time I did, that's it. Yeah, a quarter tank, and I'm getting gas. Right. Because I'd end up doing that. Yep. Keep going and keep going and driving. And look down and go, oh crap. Well, plus I had the air on. Yes. You know, and, and I'm it up. and I'm running with the the wolves coming out of Cleveland. Yep. You know. Yep. 
that just well good that was a yeah, that was kind of funny. Happy and funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I know, I had this perfect joke. <laughs> I had a great joke to tell you. And I was all excited, and I'm going to start it out. And, um, as usual, I didn't write it down, and I forgot. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got off in the car yesterday, I'm like, um, I had this great joke, you, of course, I didn't write it down. The usual me having to ask you what words are and screwing everything up because I didn't write right, it down. Right, right. That's funny. Okay, so I wanted to do happiness this week because we've been on a lot of stuff going through trying to learn this about ourselves and do this and all these COVID things going on, people going back out and anxieties and just life in general. So I thought it would be great if we just had a podcast day of feel good. I get it. That's way you feel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's that's a good thing. Something feel good, happiness. Yeah, good mental health. Still on the mental health awareness, and it's the last week for the month, I believe. Oh, no, we have one more. Yeah. We have one more. Of course, we might have to do one. Uh, anyway, so... Oh, it's a good mental health day today. Things yeah. that make us get that dopamine and all those good things going on inside of us. She has this uh, list. She has this chalkboard type thing on her door, and she has a list, and it says happiness at the top of it. Now she has a, a bunch of other little she, questions. She, 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 you, me, you. <laughs> I just said that because Walt used to say it to the kids all the time. If they refer to me as she, she. he'd go, Mom. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So, yeah, I figured that... Yeah, D has this list. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it'd just be something... Some of them are just normal things, but they're things that make us feel good. And mm -hmm. I could totally use some dopamine. All right, so... So, happiness. Happiness. Sorry, we got sidetracked. We're back. So, I thought the first thing we could do is talk about a person that makes you happy or made you happy or persons, if there's more than one. Do you get to go first? A person that makes or made you happy. Well, that could be a long list. I know. So, you can do more than one. Uh, I don't know, when I think of somebody making me happy, I think of spending time with somebody that I enjoy spending time with. And it all depends on, I can get real philosophical about it's this. Good. But for me, it's more about, not that that person makes me happy, but just my experience around them mm -hmm. and where my frame of mind is at. I know that if I'm not in a good state of mind or I don't know how to explain it. If I'm going through a rough time or whatever and I'm around somebody, I wouldn't say that it makes me happy. I want you to talk about someone that does make you happy or a memory of a time you were with someone and it just made you happy. There's all kinds of things. Just think that, of one. That's like that. But again, I think it's more it's more it's more about the situation and uh, that around it. I remember going to a baseball game 
with my brother and sister-in-law and the girls. That was a lot of fun. That sounds that like made that me would happy. be nice. Yeah, it's that, a good one. Yeah. I remember going out to see my older brother out where he lives, and he wanted to go for a walk. And I'm like, oh, my God, I am not walking. And all, it was hot. But he's like, come on. So we just go for a walk, and a quarter of the way into it, I was feeling it was a really nice walk. It was an enjoyable time with him. Wonderful. We were kind of communing with nature in a way, and I got to see what he's done with the property out there. And nice. See, that's a happy one. That made me happy. I can say that when my dad, he had hip surgery, and when he came home, it made me feel, I don't know if happy is the word, but yeah, happy, because I was able to be there for him yeah. and oh, with yeah. him. That made me happy because I get to do that kind right. of stuff. Going to party in the park with you. Oh, yeah. Plan. Oh, my gosh. We had such a good time Jody that day. was there. And, and that. Jody and Kathy. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. That, was, that made me happy. I think sometimes it's, it's always good to be around like a small group of people yeah. that we have something in common with and we can enjoy each other's right. company. That's happiness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. That was a good time. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was nice. I enjoyed that. I really liked it. I like it when I get together with my girls. And like before COVID, there's a couple of us girls. We used to do it almost every week. We would watch a movie. We would do pedicures. We would go drive somewhere where we wanted to go. We went to a restaurant. We, we, mm -hmm. just, we were always finding something to go do or do at home. Something we decided we wanted to do. Right. It's just nice, and that's one thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Just being able to be around again and start doing stuff again. And absolutely. So, yeah, I went to uh, Lowe's the other day, and the big sign says, if you are fully vaccinated, you are not required to wear a mask. And I went in, I was kind of looking around, and I'm like, I don't know. I had my mask around, you know, my neck. Yeah. I'm like, I have to put my mask on. This is so cool. That made me happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. So that was nice. So obviously for me, the persons that make me happy or made me happy, my kids are definitely, have made me happy many, many, many times. Way more than probably a lot of parents get to do it because I had really good kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, kids and parents, there's always some things. When you're the disciplinarian or the one that has to make all the plans and tell them what to do and raise them, and there's always something. But they were good kids, so I had a lot of happy moments with them. Mm -hmm. They were different moments with different kids and all of them together and we only had one time where they were all four together, mm -hmm. and that was a, a brief time at a restaurant, but it was nice just having them all there. That was one thing. The day wasn't a great day. It was when my, we had memorial for my dad, Yeah. but all four were in the same room together, so that was nice. And just there are so many times that I can just sit back and think of things I did with them that made me happy, and just thinking about them makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And having them, their birth, 
Mm -hmm. and the events like the one time you were there i was oh, telling i was just i was just gonna say <laughs> i was telling someone the story oh my goodness about your face and your mouth you were <laughs> wide open i was laughing so hard as i was trying to push this kid out of me because the way you looked well in the doctor so kept saying come closer and i'm like no i'm all right i'm good right where i'm at i know you're over in the corner no i was at the foot of the bed i was just watching her push and you push her little head out and i'm like oh my goodness but it helped me because it was making me laugh that, right you know watching your face while i was trying to do that you know that definitely was a very amazing experience, yeah. watching this little life come into the world like that. I'm sure that was pretty gross. <laughs> it, it actually really wasn't. It To me, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean. I didn't I just, stay for, you know, what happens afterwards, but. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Her, her coming out and how they did that. Yes. Just the whole process. Yeah. You know, but here's this, this little bean who pushed her way Eight out. Eight pounds she was. Yeah. And started breathing you know yep. her first actual breath yep was just that's that's something that I, i'm sure a lot of people get to experience it i don't yeah that was well the you only did one, i've know. never seen i've had four of them but i've never right. seen anyone deliver just, a baby it was that. great to have you there and her dad made it just in time yeah so that was nice and since we're talking funny stuff, <laughs> I told the doctor, and he had a resident with him, mm. and I said, make sure you give me some daddy stitches. <laughs> he said, no, Denise, I can't do that. And the resident whispered to him, what are daddy stitches? And he said, you know, tighten it up a bit. And she's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> she got all like, she'd never heard it, and she was kind of appalled. and. <laughs> Right. I'm in a lot of pain. I'm going to say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> but that was funny. Yeah. Those, so those are definitely some happy times. And being with my girlfriends, I just, these last couple of years, I've had some really happy times. And I thought about, I mean, being younger, there were a lot of happy times when I got sober. You know, and in my younger, younger days, I was really trying to think of some things that I felt really happy. And I remember the one time, because there weren't many, I mean, not saying that meanly about my childhood, but there really weren't many. I had one, my grandfather used to call me Sunshine all the time. Right. And he was teaching me how to do the organ a little bit, how to yeah. play it, because he had an organ in his house. And... My sister and I, we used to race to see how many sit-ups we could do for him, and it was just, it was just very nice. He spent a lot of time talking to us and joking with us and, you know, always calling us sunshine, and just, it was a very, right. I remember the day very well, and it was uh, very comforting. And then one of the other times as a teenager, when I had my one grandma, she, I don't know, she, she went through a lot with her own kids and she really put up with me when I was staying with her for a while and I was really having a bad day and uh, I was living with her and my dad and I were at the time and I was sleeping like on a cot because it was a small house. Right. And I felt really bad, and she told me to bring my cot in by her. 
and she patted my back, and I'm 14 years old, oh, you know, wow. and she was patting my back, and it was just really, really sweet. That was a happy feeling. And we're talking about persons that make us happy, and I got to bring this up because it was the day that made me happy when we went to Ponderson, mm, mm-hmm. and my muffler broke on my car, and it was that big Caprice. Was it a oh, Chevy Caprice? Chevy, okay. And it had a 440 engine in it. I remember. It was loud. Everyone used to say <laughs> they could hear us coming through the park. They knew we were coming back and driving around. But that was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. There was a lot of good people, a lot of yeah, healthy conversation, a lot of laughing and joking. Mm-hmm. I think about that a lot when I think about Punderson because it was, that was a good weekend. That was a good oh yeah. Weekend, so okay, let's see what's next on our list. An event or moment, like I just said, that made us happy. Event or moment. I keep thinking of your wedding. Oh yeah, I when you we and had Kevin got wedding. married, I just remember the everyone was so. I don't remember one person not being just elated and happy yep. and having a good time. And I mean, most weddings are that way. But you guys were, the pictures were just, when you look at them, they made you happy. Yeah. You know, they made me happy. Yeah. Your wedding, aside from my son, who, but Wild Phil. He was it great. Was, it was a wonderful. Yeah, I, I actually have very, I think of that day often, just because it was... It was one of those days, you know, sometimes there's always a glitch or a hiccup or something that goes wrong. If there was something, right. I don't know of it. Yeah. And there was no, I remember one of the bridesmaids got to the church later, a little later than we wanted her there, and it was completely fine. Yeah. There wasn't. That's because oh, you no. weren't being all stressed. No, I wasn't stressed. I yeah. was happy and excited yeah. and it was actually a very... Very lovely day, and I have. And it was a beautiful day out. Yeah. Oh gosh, it was such a nice day. Yeah. And then it rained that evening. I didn't even get mad when his brothers and whoever the guys were that took all the string and tied the inside of the car up where we couldn't get in. Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, they put all kinds <laughs> of stuff in memory. there. It was kind of funny, actually. And it was raining outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. No, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And then the next moment I think of with you, and you know, obviously I'll have more, but because you're here, right? It was when you came over and you told me about your next love in your life. Yep. And that yep. was one of my happiest days because I knew you were being true to you. Yeah. And you were being you. Yep. And that, I mean, I'm gonna cry right now, but I'd be happy. Yeah. Because it was wonderful. Yeah. You know, and you were, oh my gosh, your face was giddy happy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, you were glowing. Yeah. With just excitement and happiness and freedom and yep. all of it. It was, it was a very, very nice day. Well, and I re, I remember, I mean, coming up to that moment was hard. Of course. And not only because I was ending a marriage. To somebody that I do and did love. Right. I mean, Kevin and I remain friends. And yeah. I mean, he even lived at the house. Yeah. And we still took care of each other. Yeah. 
and then coming out, there was definitely a freedom and a happiness in that. I mean, it was a long road getting there. Oh, yeah. You know, and it was a hard road, but I don't know. When you hit that point, right, it makes a big difference, and there's a... You there's, get to live the life you're supposed to live. Right, and there's there's a sense of, you know, when I was drinking and doing drugs, I was always looking for that ease and comfort. Right. Me being able to come out and be honest and be who I was meant to be, there was a sense of ease and comfort in that, was something that I... I didn't think that I would ever do. Yeah. And you know? when you talk about her, you would just, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you would just glow. <laughs> the beginning, you know, oh, the honeymoon phase. Of oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, that was another one. Yeah. And then one of my other happy moments, it was bittersweet. Mm-hmm. But one of them I was just thinking about yesterday was before Walt passed away, I would lay in bed with him because, you know, he couldn't get yeah. out of bed. And, we, and he'd be tired, so I would just crawl into bed and just lay next to him, and we'd talk and yicker yacker yeah. and everything. And I, like you said with your dad and like you were when you were with the mom at the end, it was a happiness that I was glad that I was there for him. Yeah. I was glad that we were back together again mm-hmm. after all those years of having the closeness that we had started out with so many years ago. Right. I never stopped loving them, but sometimes you can love people and you just can't be with them. Right, right. Personality, whatever. Right. Their own issues, your own issues. You know, we were such good friends for those last 10 years and super close those last three. But that day was a beautiful day in my heart. It was a very happy day. And we just, yeah until he fell asleep you know and it was it was just really really nice i but i've had so many happy moments i think about my son when he went into service and and when he graduated and um one of the relatives came by and and his dad's side dropped me off his picture his military picture and right think of you know how wonderful that must have been for him because i i couldn't be there and it was just wonderful to you know know that he was making his way Right. You know, and little things with my kids that they have told me over the years what they do. And sure. Those moments to me are just having my kids. Those made me. When I finally realized when I got sober this last time, that day when I had my awakening, there was a very happy day because I knew I yeah. was ready to stay sober and not go back out there again ever. I yeah. knew that was a really happy day. There, I mean, there's so many things in my life that I could think about that have just, oh my gosh, the dog just barked. Made me think about when I got patient that day. Right. I was happy for weeks. I oh, mean, yeah. not just happy. I was elated. Absolutely. He was just like having a kid again. You right. Know, it was that feeling of, oh my gosh, I was so happy to have him. Yeah. There, I mean, I could go on and on with the happy moments that mm-hmm. I've had, especially in these last few years of sobriety of my growth and finding so many of the women in my life and just all the things that have happened. You know, when I finally was able to open the store again, right? I was just so happy and thrilled at my grand opening. And, you know, even though things happened in my life that I had to close the store and I had to be somewhere else, it was meant to be because sure. after tending to that person after I was done tending to that person and then Walt got sick. It was meant to be. 
Right. So I don't regret it. But for that year, it, you know, that I had that dream and I was able to fulfill it. That was another right. happy moment. So I can go on with the happy moments. Oh, I can go on with happy moments, too. I mean, you're talking about, you know, when you got patient. I remember when Bella had her little puppies. Oh, my goodness. Here's these eight little munchkin puppies, German Shepherd puppies that, oh, my goodness, they're a lot of work. Yes. But they're so much fun. And adorable. Adorable. And I still, remember the pictures. Oh, my gosh. They're so much work. But even in that, because they would poop on each other. Yes. Yes. When they finally started <laughs> eating, we would make the gruel we called it and right. the slop you know right. they'd walk in and lay in it <laughs> and we had to give them all baths yes. and, oh that was a lot of fun that actually was a lot of fun i didn't get tired from doing yeah that. you know yep. i would have done it every day yep yep it was so that's hard. why i always was with the kids especially when they were little yeah you know i would be dog tired but it just i wasn't right you know, right i loved taking care of them yeah it was so hard to give them away, though, too. Oh, you know? gosh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't sell them. We just gave them because yeah. it was a fluke. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. There's a whole funny story behind it that well, I'm go not going to get into. No, okay. <laughs> but they were pure bed, right? Oh, they, they, were, beautiful they were beautiful babies. Dogs. Oh. Yeah. That was happiness. I find happiness in the little things, too. You know, I have a flower bed that is in the front of my house that's all weeds right now. And it happens every single year. Yep. But once I get it all cleaned out yes. and straightened up, that makes me happy. Yes. Doing canning some stuff, that makes me happy. Talking to a good friend of mine, that makes me happy. I remember one of the things that I remember about my sponsor that was just very touching to me. She had a recipe for wedding soup that she used to make every, like right around Christmas, because mm -hmm. she'd have that big all party. Of, yeah, that big party. And the last one she had, she was so sick from the cancer and everything that she told me how to make it. And I had uh, her recipe on how to make her wedding uh, soup. And that was just so. That's a very happy, you know, touching, yeah. wonderful moment. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Going to see my mom and doing her hair, putting her eyebrows on, you know, yes. those stupid little things that she had no clue what was going on, you know, or what she wanted or anything. Right. But it was just this, the, the act of doing it that yes. made me happy because yes. I was able to be there. Yes. Those are wonderful, joyful, happy moments. Absolutely things I don't regret at all, you know, and I'm so grateful. And I think it's funny, the more we talk about the happiness that we've had in our lives and our experiences, the happier I feel. Yes. That's you why know? I wanted to do it. And then I think of something else. And then I think right. because it makes right. your mind and what I put on Instagram and Facebook today mm -hmm. on our social media is I put um, what Nancy always says what you feed what you grows. grows. Which and is true. That's exactly, and I prefer to feed happiness these days. Yeah. I prefer to ease and comfort mm -hmm. that does not come from anything unhealthy. Right. Like my little new toy I bought. Mm -hmm. Every time I think about it, I get all excited. I get that moment of stress because fixing it up is going to cost me some money. Right. But I don't care. 
Right. And so it makes me happy. Ease and comfort things that make me happy, you know. It just fills me up. It's like, why wouldn't I want to be anywhere else? Right. You know, try not to go backwards. Because right. why? And I like to try to do things that make me happy. Right. So that I stay in this, right. how I feel right now. I want to feed it. You know? Absolutely. And I put on there feeding compassion and kindness and self-care. Because I know a lot of us are going through that right now. Yeah. So it's a really good thing to feed. And obviously, when you're talking about happy, fun things, that's also oh, yeah. feeding our self-care. It you know? breeds it. Breeds more of it. It's kind of like that. I don't know where it comes from the Bible. You, you reap what you sow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always just, I don't know, it's like when I start getting happy, I don't want to go the other way. Right. Absolutely. I, why would I? You know, right. and I know we're human and we do that crap and 10 minutes later something can happen to totally twist my day around. But I still get to decide how long I want to stay in that twist. Right. And then I can go back and think about the happies again. Right. Because there are moments that have just made my life so joyful and so wonderful. And we can do a podcast after podcast after podcast. Yeah. Of absolutely. the many things. What the next one is foods or meals that make you happy. Because I love food. Can't eat much, but I still love it. <laughs> Where do we start? Here's a funny thing. The first thing that I think of <laughs> when I think of food, there's a place in West Virginia where my family's from. Mm -hmm. And some of them still live there. That's called Midway. Midway? Midway. Midway. Okay. Midway. They have Midway hot dogs. Oh. It's got some chili and some onion and Ooh. some mustard. I always, whenever I go to West Virginia, we go yes. to Midway. Yes. Period. I think of that. Yum. That sounds good. What else do I think of? I love bread and butter pickles. Yes. Without My daughter does, too. She absolutely loves And dill. Them. That's why I started canning was because yes. I wanted to make pickles. Dill. Yeah, I love dill. And pickles are good for us. Yeah. What else? I used to love my grandmother's oh, chicken and biscuits that was just out of this world. Those are yummy things. Yeah. French fries. Yep. Shoestring French fries. Yes. Awesome. Yes. And from the fair. From the fair. Absolutely. With me with vinegar and ketchup on them. I just like a little vinegar. Yeah. I like that balsamic vinegar on my yeah. fries. Oh, I miss all those good foods. Yeah. I like a good steak every once in a while. Yeah. A lot of people like a good steak. Yeah. When I think about food, I mean, I just love food in general. And I really, because of my problems with my health, I can't eat a lot of things anymore. But one thing I love more than anything is a big plate, bowl, I don't care, of fresh fruit. Oh, there oh, you go. strawberries and raspberries yep. and bananas and pineapples and a kiwi. And it, to me, it's like candy. I sure. just absolutely love fresh fruit. Sure. A good salad. But my grandmother used to make these real sliced, very thin cucumbers in vinegar and salt and pepper. And then she, she said we weren't allowed to eat it for a couple hours. It had to sit in the vinegar yep. and salt and pepper. Vinegar. And then we were allowed to eat it later. And, oh, even as a kid, I just loved it. I've always been to vinegar. I yeah. love it. And that's one thing I, you know, probably because my grandma and because it tasted good. That mm -hmm. was one of my favorite things. 
And when I was younger, my mom used to make Hungarian goulash with mm. the dumplings and everything. Mm. I used to love watching her make it, and I used to love eating it. Mm. And I was a picky eater when I was younger. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite things to eat. And one of the things that makes me happy about food is when my son, because he's a chef, mm-hmm. when he cooks something, it always tastes good. Yeah. And it makes me happy to see him happy because yeah. he loves, loves to cook. And he creates his own recipes or learns new things. Yeah. And every time he cooks, it's good. It tastes so good. Oh, yeah. So that's that's another thing. And then being happy with food, well, you know, holidays when all the kids together, oh, we have yeah. a big meal. That always makes me happy to think about. But I put food as a happy thing because food can be a comfort. Oh, absolutely. That's you know, why they call it comfort food. Yeah. Something like Some you said, Denise's soup and yeah. your aunt's chicken and biscuits. You chicken know, and dumplings. Chicken and dumplings, yeah. yeah. There's My always something that makes you think of them, yeah. makes you want to eat it. Like scooters, I always think of with their oh, hot yeah. dogs. I mean, I would die to I would love, I can't. That I mean, absolutely, <laughs> right. it would kill me today. <laughs> but I still love going and getting you know, with someone else, and then yeah. making their fries and having one or two. Right. But, yeah, those, so those are foods. Jody's peanut butter chocolate chip cookies. Ooh, I'll have to really try those. Good. Next time she makes she them, makes let me really know. They're really good. I love peanut butter cookies. They're oh, peanut butter oh. and chocolate chips, and they're really good. Yeah, I love peanut butter anything. Yeah, I'll have to remember that. The other thing is, like, hobbies. Things we like to do that make us happy. One of mine used to be driving fast. That's <laughs> not a hobby. <laughs> well, it's not a hobby, but it's something that made me happy. I used to love driving fast, getting on the freeway and flying, especially when I had that new Camaro. Yeah. And I had to go to Cleveland to work all the time. Oh, yeah. I loved cruising. I, I tell you guys, this one time, I, I used to go to Cleveland for work, and it was so, it was usually a, depending on my speed, a 30, 40 minute drive and depending on traffic and then it'd be an hour. With driving 75 and at that time it was 55 or 60 the speed limit and I'm flying, cruising, listening to my music, you know, I'm on my way to work and this cop pulls up next to me and I looked over and the first thing I'm thinking is, oh crap, and because I was so like he was pacing me, staying. Mm-hmm. I forgot to let my foot off the gas. I'm still flying at something. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he did that motion with his hand, you know, oh, to go down. slower, go slow. And I was like, and he didn't, he didn't pull me over or anything. But I remember thinking, oh crap, I'm in trouble. But it's the freeway, I'm flying, I'm sure he didn't want to pull me over because there was like no real medium where we were. It was just concrete on one side and then like six things and so but that was funny. I remember. Well, I can't really talk about speed because I I know you do the same thing. I mean, I got two speeding tickets in one week. What's that tell you? Yeah, that was one reason why I started to slow down. (laughs) I mean, I had the radar detector for a year when that yeah. was a big deal, and I had that for a while, but yeah. I just eventually back road somewhere where I know I can get away yeah. with it, and there's no people around, stuff like that, but I, I still definitely slowed down in my 
age. Yeah, I got tired of getting the tickets. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I'm like, no, I'm not paying you that much money. Right. <laughs> and then your insurance goes up. Yep, and... yep. That, nope, it's yep. not worth it anymore. So I still do it, like, but I'm careful. And yeah. I know where all the cops sit. Because right. I've been down the road a million times or down the, you know, interstate and I know where they are. Right. So then I slow down and then I go back up, you know, but I really do it anymore. I yeah. gotcha. But that was one thing that used to make me happy when I was young. And hopefully if my daughters are listening, they... It's exhilarating. Yeah. And adrenaline? Yeah. Whoosh. Instant and adrenaline happiness. rush. That's a dangerous thing about being young. And obviously, you know, like you with your canning... I have all my crafty things I love to do. Yeah. I have such an assortment of things that I love to do, from needlepoint to crocheting to making designs on T-shirts like I'm doing now for my sister. She requested one, so I'm working on that. And making cards for people. Just there's so many painting. I just, I love doing a lot of stuff. Absolutely. It makes me very, very happy. And I can podcast or Netflix, be in my bed, you know, when I don't feel good instead of just laying there, you know, on days that I'm not just out, you know, down for the count sleeping. I have something to do while I'm in bed. Coloring. I love to do the coloring. I even have coloring books from 1985. That's awesome, though. Yeah. I just... Just always had coloring books as I was growing up, so I've been saving the one. And the sure. one's almost full. I have two of them. So every now and then I'll break one of those out. I like to do poetry. Yeah. That's another thing. I shouldn't say it makes me happy. Most of my poetry is really dark. I just found a couple. <laughs> I was reading, and I was like, oh, my gosh, these are dark. And they're only from, like, ten years ago. I think was only one was only, like, seven years ago. But, you know, when I'm going through some of my stuff from my past, I'll yeah. sometimes I'll put it in poetry or writing just to get it out. But I do, I like to do that, too. And, of course, decorating my house or painting, you know, I like to do yeah. that kind of stuff. Organizing, those things just make me happy. You know? I hear you. Always spending time with my kids. Um, it's not a hobby, but something makes me happy. And gardening makes me happy. Being out in the sunshine and being on the beach and being in warm weather, I am a totally different person in the summertime. Mm-hmm. My whole body, like, wakes up. Sure. My brain wakes up. I just I just do not function in the cold anymore at all. So that definitely makes me very, very happy. And, of course, air conditioning makes me happy. Yep. When I'm having a dysautonomia day right. and I can't regulate my temperature, Right. I can be in 80 degree weather and just barely break a sweat. And then other days I go out and I'm dying in seconds. You right. Know, I need to get back in the house and the air conditioning. But yeah, those are things. Being on the ocean, it makes me very happy. Taking pictures, especially of the moon. Right. Yeah, it makes me happy. Podcasting makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. Reading other people's, you know, Instagram and Facebook things. My girlfriend's going to be getting married. I'm so that's thrilled. Awesome. Weddings make me happy. I can't wait to go. So, yeah, that's my whole long list. I'm just bouncing off the walls happy right now because my mind is full. I'm trying to think. I mean, canning, that's a hobby that I thoroughly enjoy. Oh, what else do I enjoy? I'm an avid movie watcher. I listen 
I don't read as many books as I used to, but I listen to a ton of books. That's great. I thoroughly enjoy doing that. I'm glad you still do that because you were always an excellent reader. I get yeah. all kinds of information from you because you did the reading. Right, right. I just, I thoroughly enjoy that. I mean, And the other reason why I don't read as much as I used to is time. Yeah, you on know. the go, yeah. I mean, I make time, but I can listen Do while it. I'm working, gardening. I yep. can, I love books. What else do I like? If I could make a hobby out of dogs, anything dogs, I would. I don't have the space to breed dogs, but because I love animals. Yes, yes. And it, it's not necessarily just dogs. I just have three of yes. them. But any, anything with animals, yep. kitties. Seeing, I love panda bears and elephants. Yes, yes. You know, oh, my elephants. I finally found a picture I liked and put on her wall. Yeah, I just yeah. love the panda bears, just especially the baby ones. They crack me up. You know, when you see them on watching them just roll around and oh, play. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Or and messing with the lady that's trying to clean their pen, which is hilarious. So, animal videos, that yeah. would be a good thing animal to tell videos. people. Yeah. If you want to be happy, if you love animals, that's a yeah. good thing. Absolutely. Elephants, I didn't, uh, and I learned that several years ago, but one of the reasons why I'm attracted to them is because they have empathy. Yes. Which yep. is very cool. I mean, it's just amazing. How our creator created. They are amazing. Fascinating. I know, and I know that one thing makes you very happy is helping people and being of service. Oh, yeah. I know That's that. a given. <laughs> I know. It's I, You've always been that way. It's always been so nice. That's just a given. I think it's kind of like when you, when I think of happiness or being joyful or just feeling good, I know that... You know, I read once that you don't find happiness, you create happiness. And I think that's, at least for me, is very yeah. true. That's very cool, you know, yeah. It kind of coincides with you reap what you sow, what you right. feed grows. Right. Like we're doing this podcast on happiness, someone can think of things to create on their own. Right. You know, and I know that that gratitude has a lot to do with my happiness. And it's not just saying, oh, yeah, I'm grateful today because I'm alive. I'm grateful for a lot of things. I could, it's more of a, an everyday kind of thing, like a practice. Right. Or, we talked know. about that a little bit, about how it's an inside feeling, doing, yeah, showing gratitude thing. It's not just saying, oh, yeah, I'm grateful. Right. It's an actual expression of life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just a, you know, gratitude to me isn't just... Like I said, a saying or, you know, it's actually, if I'm grateful, how do I portray that I'm grateful? How do I act that? You know what I mean? Yes, I do. <laughs> so. Another one is, what are the holidays? What holiday makes you happy? Well. Well. I love Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm -hmm. Food. It's more about family. No, for me. I mean, first thing Thanksgiving, first thing I think of is food. Yeah, I think of <laughs> family, you know. Things have changed a little bit since my mom passed away. Yeah, the whole dynamic changes. But yeah. it still is, it still is yes. Thanksgiving and Christmas, yes. you know what I mean? It's, it's realizing that uh, it's about family and it's about loving each other. It's yes. about the get-together and laughing yes. and remembering and 
it's sometimes it's an act of love because I mean I have help with Jody and my sister in law, but cooking the meal yes. where my mom used to do most of yeah. that and yeah, just making the meal for yeah. my family. Yeah. I knowing that they happy. enjoyed it. Yes. Yes. You know, make that them they thought happy. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing with the canning for me, you know, when I can something and I give it away because I give a lot away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes me feel good to know they liked it. Yes. You it makes know? me happy to get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've also had some people who have said, yeah, this has got a little too much, you know, kind of critiqued it, which is wonderful because I'm new to it. I'm not. Well, you like to know. I like to That's know. That's the only reason why I what? would tell you. You yeah. know. But that makes me feel good that they can say it to me. Right. Well, we want you to feel good about what you're making. That's yeah. But some people would take offense to it. I no. don't take offense to it. You didn't like it. Okay, what what needs right. to be different? What can I do? That's yeah. right. That's how you learn. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a good feeling. I definitely love getting it. Oh, my gosh. I love your jelly and your chicken noodle. Oh, mm. It just tastes so good. I mean, Maya loved your... Uh, Beefs too. And holidays I is, I like all the holidays to decorate for holidays. Yeah. Put, you know, every holiday I used to have, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, the big holidays, littlest things, spring, I had Easter, I had to decorate for everything. Right. Because that used to make me happy. And I don't get, I don't do it so much now, mainly because I didn't have space to keep decorations right. anymore. So I gave them all to the kids or, Goodwill or whatever. Right. But I think that my favorite holiday is, for me, Christmas. And for most reasons, and most people, because of all the families together. Sure. The Christian holiday. Yep. Which I think is special. I mean, all holidays. Absolutely. Or days of remembrance. I mean, even Martin Luther King Day. You know, those yeah. things to me are special because they're about special people. There's meaning behind it other yes. than food and presents. Yes. Yes. And Absolutely. Like, even Gandhi, you know, they every now and then certain social circles will bring up Gandhi, you know, yeah. because he was an amazing, yeah. amazing person. Absolutely. So that's another reason why Christmas is very special to me. And like you said, me being able to give is what makes me feel good. Right. Just being together. Absolutely. You know, the decorating, the it's just I love it. Absolutely. That's one of, so and I do also love Halloween. Oh, I love Halloween too. I loved it when the kids were little. Yeah. Blast. I love handing out candy to the yes. little little kids. Yeah. You know, the teenage yeah. kids. The little little ones. <laughs> the little ones, yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I give the teenagers a hard time, but jokingly. But the, yeah, but that's, that's good. Cool. But I know my one son went out one year. He was like, I love telling the story because he's just he's heart of gold. <laughs> he was fourteen, fifteen, and he had a little sister, mm -hmm. so he was going out with them, and he put on a white blouse shirt and dress pants. And everyone kept asking him, well, what are you and who are you? And he said, I am the protector of the little kids. <laughs> so I thought that was great. That was wonderful how he came up with that. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I absolutely loved watching all the kids just laugh and be so proud of their costume and, you know, they get to be whatever they want. Right. It was just, I loved Halloween for that. 
one of the other ones, and I and I didn't think about it, but I actually have it on my wall, is a quote mm -hmm. or a scripture mm -hmm. or just some saying mm -hmm. that you really like that makes you happy. Mm. And I'll say mine since it's on the wall. One of the things that I really like that I put on here that makes me feel very good is just for the record, darling, not all positive changes feel positive in the beginning. And that makes me very happy because it's very reassuring mm -hmm. that even though it's a change and it may not even be a great change right now, mm -hmm. not really most changes are in the beginning. And in the end, they turn out being wonderful. So the reason why it makes me so happy is because it's inspiring. Right. It reminds me that although it kind of not so great now will be great later on so that's one of them and then my other one is your only limit or limitation is you mm -hmm. and that's something I had really needed to ingrain in myself right. these past couple of years because I was limiting myself and then I heard last night someone say and it's funny because I was falling asleep and it made me perk up. They said, fear is not a reality. It's something you create. And I just, it made me perk up because of my fears and my anxieties. It came around again to my only limit is me. Right. To remind myself that, I mean, I've been doing it since I was 20 to plow through fear because fear is, is and can be an illusion. Right. And and it was just really cool the way they said it. It was like another reminder to me that even though I have it, doesn't mean I can't keep going. Doesn't mean it needs to stop me from living or saying or doing or being. Even though it's there, I do it anyway. Right. So that those are things that make me happy because they, they make me know that I can keep going in spite of Right. And that's a very happy, comforting feeling to me. So, oh, yeah. Those are my quotes. God, quotes. I've heard, I have so many quotes that I can't even think of. I mean, one of them that comes to me from the Bible is Romans 8, 39. Neither hides nor death, nor if I would have known. I sent it to you. I sent it to you days oh, ago. Oh, you did, you did send me that. <laughs> I didn't think about quotes, though. But it talks about there isn't anything that can separate us from the love of God. That is a good one. Yeah. I mean, that, that one definitely. I have a lot of scripture ones, too, I could have brought in. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's things from the program that have always been very meaningful to me, to thine own self be true. Yes. Because we know when we're not. We do know when we're yes. not. Denise used to like to say, it is what it is used to drive me insane. It is what it is. Well, I know it is what it is, but now what? Well, that's the whole point. It but, is what it is as a period. Right. <laughs> okay, how can I get in there and manipulate it and change it yep. and fix it and make yep. it not, it is what it exactly. is. Exactly. I don't want to accept it. I want right. to change it. <laughs> it is going to be something different. Yeah. What are some of the other ones? Put them all together. I have to think about that. We'll have to, recomb we'll have to come back for that question, too. Because that's that's a good question because some things that impact me or quotes that impact me 
may not impact somebody else. I remember walking into my first AA meeting and the first words that I ever heard out of somebody's mouth in AA was keep it simple, stupid. Oh, yeah. I remember and that. I was a punk. Yeah. You know, and I thought he was calling me stupid. Right, right. But now when I look back at that or when I hear that, I hear something so completely yes. different. Yes. You know? It's kiss. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. And I'm like, what? What did you just <laughs> say to me? The old man? I remember you know? that. They used to say that so much when yeah. we came in. Yeah. But it has such a totally different meaning than than what I thought he meant. Exactly, of course. <laughs> Don't call me stupid. <laughs> oh, speaking of books, that's the next one. And I have to say, for anyone that's been in child abuse or sexual child abuse, Courage to Change. Yeah. It was a book that shocked me and changed me. And I did the workbook and everything. If anyone's looking it up or wondering about it, if you're not in counseling or new to your abuse, try not to ever get into that book alone. And he even talks about that in the beginning right. because it's intense. It is very intense. But for me, way back when in my early 20s, that was a big book for me. And then... One of the other books that I have kept, and it's torn and old, it's called The Art of Loving, and that mm -hmm. is a book that I Absolutely. have. And obviously the big book for me, and I also do refer to the Bible, and I'm trying to think there's another book, and I don't, I feel so bad because I just forgot what it is. It makes me want to go look. I think it's called The Shepherd, and there's two of them. I, I think I read it in a couple hours because it's not a long book. And I think the other one is, uh, I keep forgetting, it's with children, of the children or something. It's two books, and it's the same thing. And oh my gosh, I absolutely love those. And then for books that I used to love to read was Robert Ludlum, and I loved reading The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. When I saw the movie, I loved it. Reading the book, I could not. I was married with five kids in the house. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling my husband that day, you need to make dinner. I cannot put this book down. Right. I absolutely loved the book. It was one of my favorite. And there are so many. I mean, you, see, you I don't know if you remember, but there was a book in my first all the time. Oh, yeah. I was always reading a novel or a self-help book, or I think I've read every Robert Ludlum except two. Right. And I actually had them. I don't know if I still do. I kept them for a long time, and I also have, like, four books right now that I keep saying I'm going to read that I've had for years and years, and I keep saying, I'm going to read them, I'm going to read them. Right. So I'm saving them. One of them is a John Grisham one that I just... I I'm oh, going to read. I keep thinking when I start taking my little trips. Right. And I'm sitting out doing nothing in some park, then maybe I'll finally take the time to sit down and read them. So. Gotcha. But yeah, I I still like to keep busy enough that I listen to a lot of podcasts and like you said, books online. Yeah. I started doing that. And I could go down a whole list of books. You can I mean, go ahead. As I, far as for nonfiction, Anything that is, I love Brene Brown, The Gifts of Imperfection, Rise and Strong, 
braving the wilderness, all of her stuff has actually been very yeah. helpful for yeah, me. Yeah, I know you refer to her many times yeah. that you just adore her. I, it just has, has made a big difference in my life as far as how I see things. Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah. was awesome. Nora Roberts for fiction. You and I were very avid readers when we were younger. Yeah. You were better at reading the self-help books and then sharing them with me. Right. It was nice because <laughs> I read a lot, a lot of fiction back then. Right. There was a book that I read by, I think I've mentioned it, Edith Eber, The Choice, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. We had that one. We posted that in that one of our was, episodes. That was a very meaningful book to me. Yeah. The Clan of the Cave Bear. What was that about? Oh, it's not, it's fiction. Mm -hmm. It's about, oh, there's a whole lot, because okay. there's like five or six books in the series oh, okay. that okay. come from, you know, if you think of it, the, I think the first book is Clan of the Cave Bear, and the people that lived back there, how they survived. Oh, okay. It, it actually is a really good book. Okay. Very good book. Yeah, I read, I also read the, it's called... I think it's called A Tiny Little Book of Buddhism. And it was a very cool read. It was a quick read. Yeah. Because, you know, I like to try to do different religions and, and right. people's different higher powers and mm -hmm. nature and energies and all that stuff. So I've also read a bunch of books like that, too. Right. And it's just their thing. Anything that's going to enlighten me makes me happy. Because yeah. Because when I feel full, I feel happy. Yeah. You know, I love learning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I read a book called Hunger by Roxanne Gay, which was really good. What that was that? Was a good one. Uh, it's more of like a memory. My body is not a story of triumph. Oh, there Oops. it is. Not <laughs> um, that was audio of the book. Oh, what it's was more a memoir type? What was a good book you read about anorexia and stuff like that? I actually, we actually had a, um, a new follower that that's one thing that they go through. Can you remember any books that was good for that kind of... Um, well, that book by Roxanne Gay, The Hunger Book. That was it. The Hunger, that's a good... That, because it coincides. It was in relation? Because I thought you said yes. hunger, and that's what made me think of it. Yeah, there's a... I can't think of any one specific book. Most of the books that I've read that have anything to do with that are more self-help kind of there's a book called complex ptsd that mm -hmm. has some stuff in there but they're all because Inter, it's interrelated yeah they're yeah. all inner you know inner right. stuff and i, I never think, heard of that complex ptsd yeah it's by let me see if i can find it i don't suffer from that anymore but i'm sure walker. i have bouts of it who yeah. is it by pete walker Pete Walker, Complex yeah. PTSD. Yes. And you liked that one? Yeah, okay. it was very informative. Good. Good. There's also a book called um, Talking to Crazy. Oh, I remember. That, that was is good. a really good book. That's a self-help kind of thing. Right, I with. do remember. That was a good one. And who was that by? Uh, let me see if I can find it. I can look it up because I'm going to try to list a bunch of these. Cause Mark Goldson? I love books that someone says to me. Yeah, Mark Goldson. Okay. It's just good to give. Oh, I like yeah. to read books that someone else has already read and said, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
well, I'll put those, I'll put them on the website. I, I'm not going to put all of them in the show notes because, you know, they only gives you so much. So. Right. But yeah, I'll definitely put that in there. And then the next one is mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah. I enjoy doing this. I love doing podcasts. I listen to, I listen to a couple of them. I listen to Unlocking Us. By Brene Brown. I yeah. also listened to her Daring Daring to Lead. Oh, I think I remember that one. I didn't have that one. Okay, I'm going to list all of mine. Because I love my podcasts. I listen to, there's quite a few, mm-hmm. Crime Movie, Morbid, Seven Deadly Sinners, and That's Why We Drink, Better Than Happy. I absolutely love that one. That's Spooky, which is one of my favorite, and the Strange and Unusual podcast. She's infrequent, but when she does come out, she's awesome, and her voice is mm-hmm. to die for. And then Counterclock, they come out every now and then. It's all crime stuff yeah. I love. And then there was another one called Park Predators that I used to listen to a lot. But Better Than Happy, that's why we drank more. But all those ones in the beginning, are I never miss them. I, I just yeah. absolutely love them. And then every now and then, I'll go, like, Brene Brown, and there's one called uh, Boundaries.com. Mm-hmm. A couple of those, you know, I'll go on and listen to. I don't listen to them as religiously. And then I'll just search, Yeah, like, something that I'm going through. And then I'll look for one and just, because I just love to listen to so much. But of course, you know, I'm a crime junkie. And the Seven Deadly Sinners is about, like, evangelists and priests and what do they call those guys that start cults, cult leaders. And oh my gosh, it is an awesome podcast. But they just, I just absolutely love them. Yeah, I like Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. I like Tara Brock. Yeah, those are the main ones that I... I don't listen to... I know, you do books more than... Yeah, I do books more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty much the ones that I listen to. That's good. That's awesome. And then um, the last one is just basically anything that makes you happy. Is there anything we didn't talk about that makes you happy? I'm sure there is. Birthdays make me happy. I love... celebrating someone I love's birthday because I always tell them it is your day the day of your birth (laughs) it's a special day because you're special to me so your birthday is special to me I like other my birthday don't like (laughs) never have I don't mind my birthday I just don't I don't know and then when I'm 60 I'm 70 or 65 no there's no more ones right that's funny but I do. I love celebrating other people's yeah. birthdays because yeah. they're special to me. I so get their birthday is very special to me. Absolutely. And sometimes we do birthday weeks. Like with my kids, they would like all week long. Right. Get stuff, you know. I have an aunt who has a birthday month. Oh, my goodness. That must be nice. Which is hilarious. <laughs> That's funny, though. If you knew my family, you'd get it. Anything that... Jokes make me happy. Oh, yeah. I had a really good joke. I am so mad that I don't remember That's it. That's funny. i like, oh, my gosh. It was such a good one, too. Maybe if I remember it, I'll, I'll remember it in time by the time. I... Finishing a puzzle makes me happy. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. That's like when I'm doing one of my crafty things and I get it finished. Right. Yeah, that's definitely something that makes me happy. Watching somebody grow in the program. Yes. When you see them when they first come in and yes. a little while after, that makes me happy. Or you hear their happy. first lead. Yeah. You're watching them and you've oh, known yeah. them and watched them come up and oh yeah. Or their anniversary, you know, especially yeah. if you've worked with them. Yeah. You know, a yeah. lot. That makes me happy. Seeing somebody get, you know, a light bulb go off yes. and go, oh, well, well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get, know. get that epiphany. And, and say, I don't, no. don't, yeah, and I don't have to have anything to do with it. Right. Just to see it. Not even knowing right. someone watch them because of that look in their face. Right. Of, I got it. Right. I got it, you know. Well, and you can see the potential once they hit a point or yes. they realize something. It's like the doors just open up to yep. them and the potential yes. is so much more there for them, which is amazing. That's how I would feel about the abuse things and the childhood things. And I, I would see a lady start going through counseling and or getting away from someone that's abusive and just watching them grow. Right. Watching them be happy and taking care of themselves. And as you said, getting it, you know, yeah. the light bulb going off and starting to live a better, happier life. Yeah. That makes me very happy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there. I mean, there are so many things, like you said, if we want to seek and find and create, yeah, we can have happiness. Absolutely. I can't think of anything. That, uh, there's all kinds of stuff. I know. There's so many other things, yeah. but we've been going and going, so yeah. I'm filled up. Yeah, so I'm am I. I'm going to have a great rest of the day, no matter what hits me. Right. And if Absolutely. it gets some rough patch or something happens, that's okay. I'm going to go back to my happiness. I like being happy. Oh, I do too. I am not someone that likes drama, you know, likes to get into that. Uh, I just, I don't like it because it doesn't make me feel good. Right. And right. I, I keep saying it. You say the ease and comfort ever since you have said that. That is what I want in my life. I don't like all that other stuff. Granted, I have to go through it. Yeah. I just went through some stuff right. not too long ago, but I'm not going to sit in it right. because it doesn't make me feel good. Right. When there are things I can't control that we were talking about before the podcast yeah. that I think should be a different way. I can't control other people. I can't control situations. So Let I, them whirl. Yeah. I mean, I had my moments, especially if it affects me emotionally. Yeah. You know, I'll have my moments, but... Like you said, then I got to let them whirl, and I got to go back to my ease and comfort. Yeah. Because there's nothing I can do. It is what it is. Right. <laughs> See? There it is. There's truth to it. And the biggest thing, what I wanted to end the podcast on, out of one of the readings in AA, there's a book, and it says, happiness is a byproduct of right living. And... I am a firm believer because I've lived it. Absolutely. I know that living right makes me happy. Yep. And living my right. Yeah. You know, not trying to live your right or not trying to live what I, I think others think I should be living. My right living and how right. I need to be. It 
I am very happy and then I'm less crabby to other people and I make way better decisions. Absolutely. And then that makes me happy. Right. Because I used to make some really, really crappy, spontaneous, emotional decisions. And I've never experienced <laughs> that with you. <laughs> oh, Haven't my we gosh. all? Haven't we all? Oh. That is so very true. I did. I just, oh my goodness. But that's okay because I try not to do that today. And we learn. Yes. I'm willing to take the pause. I'm, I know that I need to do the pause mm -hmm. because I get so emotionally driven, because I can be so sensitive sure. that I have to stop. I just, I literally have to stop and put a stop sign in front of my face and say, right. okay, after the influx and flow of emotions, stop, talk to someone, try to wait before you make the decision. Right. I mean, I've had to do that. Right. So much. Okay. So I hope that today has made you feel happy. I hope that listening to us has brought you some joy because that's, oh my gosh, I, I couldn't ask for more. Oh, I couldn't either. You know, I, you know, our deep stuff and some of the things we talk about, they all are to lead to happiness, yeah. to a better, your right way of living. Right. That's very, really important. Absolutely. And, uh, thanks for being here again. Yes. Thanks for sharing your time with us. If you want to email us, it's 20reallylife20 at gmail.com. Our website is reallylife20.com. Yes, all of this started in the pandemic year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it'll ever be called 20. It'll be the pandemic year, COVID year. And... A lot of links and stuff are on our show notes and on our website. All of our social media is on our website. And I found out that we had a glitch with Apple, and I was not aware of it. Okay. So I've been working on that and doing some contact with them, and I, I think it's resolved. But okay. We'll have to see because yeah. it takes time sometimes for them to fix things, and they were really great about everything. So yeah, that's one reason if you were trying to find us or get it to work on Apple, why it wasn't. All right, and we are also on Spotify, and like I said, all of our podcasts are on our website. All right, everyone, make it a great day, yes. and we we are out.